Hey guys, so I'm going to be unpacking this question on today's episode. How do you develop personal goals? Okay, so if there are personal goals that you have for your life that you want to see come to pass, then in this episode, I'm going to be listing five areas where you may have goals and also triggers and signals to look out for as to whether it is time to make a plan in these areas of your life and implement it so you can see the change and growth and improvement that you want to see in your life so that we can show up for the ones that we love and care about the most, our best self. So I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode and leave encouraged today. Let's dive in. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. Happy Thursday. So if you guys hear motor, that's because it is absolutely freezing out here in my sunroom. So hopefully it's not too loud. But anyways, I hope you guys new year has gotten off started. Well, I know mine started with getting COVID. I mean, I knew that it was going to catch us sooner or later. Okay, ever since COVID hit, we have been very fortunate and blessed to not ever get it and I actually was able to get vaccinated before contracting it so once I got it I was absolutely down like for at least a week to two weeks it was horrible but I didn't have to be hospitalized my husband didn't have to be hospitalized and our kids were absolutely fine so that was a huge blessing there they just had to eat a lot of junk food while we were sick but we made it through So I hope you guys are doing well and super excited and ready for this episode. So let's jump into it. So I'm going to be talking about five areas where a lot of us as moms desire to see personal growth and development. And sometimes we may not know that we need personal growth and development in these areas, but there are signs and triggers that we should look out for that can help us discover whether it's time to implement or first to make and then take action to implement a plan uh, so that we can see growth. So the number one area or the first area is motherhood. So motherhood is an area of my life that once I became a stay-at-home mom, I would say things like, man, these kids really need to learn um how to be obedient, how to listen, how to be kind to one another, um, how to be respectful, just all those things. And I would share with my spouse how challenging it was and how I'm not sure if I'm cut out for this. I would probably do better if I was just go back into corporate world and just all those things like that and just really complain a lot, not be content, didn't have a lot of joy and just was really missing out on all the benefits of being a stay-at-home mom. So if you have found yourself saying and thinking things such as that, a lot of times we make room and time for everything else. We have to cater to our families and we are left with a very, very small amount of time to focus on ourselves 
in our own growth and improvement, which will be good for the whole family. Let me tell you, when we create and make time for ourselves to grow and develop in areas where we need to, to be better mothers, to be better spouses, the whole family benefits. Because how many of you know, if mom's not happy, nobody in the house is happy, okay? How many of you are with me on that? It is just a known fact. If mom's mood is not at its best, if she's walking around frustrated, angry, attitude, and this was just me the other day, okay? So I'm right there with you and still learning and growing and developing and making a wise choice and decision each and every day. Even though I have taken the steps for growth, it is something you still have to renew your mind in daily. But when we're walking around uh, just not our best self, it rubs off everybody in the house, okay? And so through my morning devotion, I learned that it was time for me to make a plan and grow in some areas where I really, really needed to. And once I did that, I truly had my joy back. I had my, I knew my purpose as to what I was doing in this season and I was able to show up my best self. And I know sometimes it's a jab, like it hurts to even think that, but it can, you know, cause it's like, man, if, if the people around me could just improve and do better and act better and support me more and all these things, then my life will be much easier. Like it's so easy to think that, you know, that we don't need to create some time for ourselves to grow because we've been put into a new season of life. And just like when you get a new job, there's things that you have to learn and things that you have to do in order to perform well in this role. Well, that's the same thing in motherhood. And we go through seasons like it it changes, especially when we have more children. And then when our kids get older and they're in a different season, that puts us in a new season. So, I mean, it's just a lot of shifting and changing and we have to grow with every season. All right, moving on to number two, marriage and relationship goals. Okay, so my husband and I, we had goals in our marriage to spend more time together so that we can learn one another very well. We know what makes the other one get upset or click and tick and just the small things and just constantly having a line of communication open. Like we wanted to communicate better, spend more time together and really learn one another. And so in order to do that, it's easy to just say, I want to spend more time together. I want to get to know you. I want to get to know what makes you happy or sad and all those things. And so some time went by and we realized that, okay, if we don't put this on the calendar, if we don't get books and read them together, if we don't actually put a plan in place and then take action to fulfilling it, what we are saying is just going to be something we talk about because we're both work and we're busy and we have to truly prioritize one another. And so we decided that we're going to have a date night once a month. We're going to find a sitter and we're going to put it on the calendar and make sure it happens. And for the most part, we've been consistent with that. Okay, we have a book that we have scheduled one night a week or two nights a week that we will read it together. And then the other two nights we can watch something together or something like that. We'll put the kids to bed at a reasonable time so that we can have time to watch a show together and spend that time together. The other night or two, we will just 
have conversation and just talk and see and hear what's on one another's heart and create the time and space to do that. And that actually takes work in order to make sure all that happens. But we both value our marriage and we value one another. So we try our best to implement a plan and stick to it so that we can see the growth in our marriage and it will also help us as parents. All right, moving on to number three is a physical goal. Okay, now this one I struggle with. I am trying my best. I am so excited to announce that I got a bike for my birthday. I recently celebrated my birthday. My husband bought me this beautiful Callendale bike. I absolutely love it because I'm trying to stay healthy and in shape. And so I do have physical goals. And so what I have recently learned is to just, with those physical goals, set realistic goals in the process. Don't just think of a ton of exercises that you could do every week. And then it's so many that it's discouraging. You just fall, fall through. So setting realistic physical goals is the key there. And whatever that looks like for you or for me, it's going to be different for each and every one of us. But setting some sort of physical goal that you know, no matter what, you can stick to. And thinking of the benefits, the reasons, the purpose behind it. Why are you doing it? You know, it's so easy to look over our physical goals. But in hindsight, like if our health goes down, everything else goes down. Okay, our being able to get to work and to take care of our families and all the things that we enjoy doing, we wouldn't be to do so much of if we allowed our health to like totally decline. So we really need to prioritize our physical goals because those are absolutely important as well. So I try to four days a week, go for a walk in the morning, and then I'll go for a bike ride around our neighborhood once. And I have committed to doing that no matter what, each and every day, unless it's raining, then I have to make it up some other kind of way. But if it's not, absolutely sticking to that. So just to encourage you guys to think of a realistic physical goal, put a plan in place, and try to stick to it. All right, number four is financial goals. Okay, so financial goals are super important. If, for instance, you are a family that is transitioning to being on one income or you own two incomes and there is debt that you would like to get rid of, it is essential to not only talk about it, but to put a plan in place so that you can begin to decrease that debt to create time and space in your budget that you want to have, whether it's for vacations or to give or whatever it may be. Okay, so for for us, we were transitioning a while back to being on one income. And so we had to sit down and write down all of our debt. And um, I used to be in finance. So I am familiar with Dave Ramsey's courses and different things. And there's something called the snowball effect that you can use when you're trying to get rid of debt. And it simply is just to start with your highest credit card balance. Say if you have four credit cards, your highest is 10,000, then say the next is seven, six, and like 2,000. Okay. So instead of paying a, say like $200 on all the cards each, that's 800 a month. Instead of doing that, 
pay the minimum balance on the other three in the highest credit card balance, take all the money you're putting on the other three outside of the um, minimum balance and put it all on the highest credit card bill. So all that money will be going on the highest credit card bill. You get that one paid off first and then you'll just roll on down to the next highest. Take all the money you're putting on the first one now that it's paid off and slam that to the next highest one and basically on and so forth and you will have all your debts paid off much quicker than if you paid minimum balance plus like another hundred on each of the cards trying to pay them off. It just doesn't work that way. Okay. So anyways, that is something that we did. And we also were able to sell property that we had that we were renting out, but it really wasn't serving us well. So we decided to sell it in order to pay off majority of our debts outside of the house and car. And so that really freed us so much from being so tight and choked out by debt so that we could give and live the lives that we wanted to live in this season and pour into our children and into all the things that God was telling us to do. We had to make a sacrifice if I was going to continue to be home with our children. And lastly, number five, career goals. Okay. So after I transitioned to being home for a season, I had told myself after a year or so that I would go back to work. But as that time approaches, I kept hearing and feeling something in my spirit that says, you're not going back to the hospital. And I have something greater and better for you to do that works for the entire family, not just you. And I was like, so confused. I didn't understand it at the time, but as I continued to daily pray and just ask God for clarity, he revealed to me what he was talking about through opening up doors that only he could open. And long story short, it's pretty much how I got into podcasting through a mentor. And now I'm able to impact and pour into others the way that I know God has designed for me to do. Because God knows the desires of my heart. But I also have learned that as I trust him, he continues to order my footsteps and reveal his plans as I continue to move forward. So I just want to encourage you guys in that, especially with your career, if you feel that God is leading in, calling you to something different, something greater, just the unknown, it is okay to step back so that you can seek his face. So if a personal development plan is something that you would like to create and implement, but you have no idea how, or you're not even sure what your goals are, or you know what your goals are, but you're not even sure how to implement them, then I would love to schedule a free coaching call with you so that you can start going in the direction that you want to go. So if that is you, please email me at support at KimberlySexton.com and I will be in touch with you. Real quick, before we go, I went over how you develop personal goals. And the five areas I talked about today was motherhood, number one, marriage and relationship, number two, physical goals, number three, financial goals, number four, and your career goals. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you back real soon. 
Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. 